Good morning. Welcome to today's devotion. Today, today's word is declaring the name of Jesus. You know, it's one thing to declare Jesus when you're on high on the top of the mountain. But what about doing the hard places when you're facing the fire of challenges of situations such as health situations, when there's turmoil, when people are criticizing you in the midst of lies, in the midst of the uncertainty of health, and when when you need bills to be paid. As I said, it's easy to shout on the mountain, when on the mountaintop, when there's plenty of money and no attacks and everything is fine. But when you're in the midst of relationships issue. Can I declare the name of Jesus? Can I see Christ in the midst of my crisis? How? Well, can I give you a a list of things that would probably help you out? First of all, it starts by starting right where you are to be thankful. And you say, How can I be thankful? Well, can I be honest with you? Because one of the the things that I even had to challenge myself on doing is to think about my first thing. I'm grateful just to be alive. Thank you, Father God, for allowing me to be alive. Thank you, Father, that you were in charge of every single thing. You were in charge of even my enemies. You're in charge of every single test. So you got to begin to thank God that he redeemed you. He healed you. He freed you from sin. He, he, Every shackle has been broken. You have the health and the strength. You're not denying the facts of the situations or the issues. You, you know, so we need to be honest with God about those things, the things that you're going through. But then, As the writer of James says in James chapter 1, he says that if I desire to have wisdom, what is wisdom? I need to see what God's perspective, what's the best way for me to move, even in this situation, even doing what I'm going through that would bring glory and honor. Today, we're going to go into... Job chapter one, you know, Job's character and fate was being tested. It says that in Job chapter one, and he says that there was a man in the land of Oz whose name was Job, and the man was blameless and upright, one who feared God with reverence and abstained from and, and and turned away from evil because he honored God. It says that seven sons and three daughters were born to him. Mm. And then it talks about all of his wealth and everything. And then it says that that he was this man was the greatest and wealthiest and most respected of all the men of the east, northern part of Arabia. I want to stop right there and begin to pray. Father, 
In the name of Jesus, we're asking your anointing to be with me as I go through today's devotion. I pray for encouragement and strength to those that will listen. Whatever they're going through, whatever they're facing today, may they be able to draw from this word and be able to have you as a God to be able to show them exactly how to stand. Show us how to apply this word and how to declare the name of Jesus in the midst of what we're facing, despite what we see, not ignoring it, but to glorify you and declare who you are in Jesus' name. Amen. It says that when the days his sons and used to feast and hold feasts, but when the days of their feasting were over, Job would send for them, and and then he would offering burnt offerings and sacrifices because, of course, he was concerned that they have sinned. And now there was a day when the sons of God, meaning the angels, came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan, the adversary, the accuser, came among them. You see, we have angels that protect us, but we need to understand there is a demonic influence that also comes against us. And 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 sometimes the reason it is is they're coming to accuse us before the Lord about our fate. And here we find that Job. The Lord said, have you considered and reflected on my servant Job? There is none like him and on one, no one who fears God with reverence and abstains and turns away from evil because he honors me. And, and, and Satan answered and said, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not put a hedge of protection around him and his household and all that he has on every side and you bless the work of his hand and he's conferred prosperity and happiness is upon him and his possessions and increase. You see, what it is is the whole test that Job that was being tested was Job's character and faith was being tested in the face of whatever he was facing. Sometimes our biggest test is whether or not our worship is authentic. So there was a question that Satan was posing. He was saying, is he not a Christian? Is he not a believer because of all that you're doing for him and what you've done in his life, your hand and your protection. And that's sometimes the biggest question. In Job's chapter 1, verses 1 through 10, the test was the authentic worship. Satan was allowed to test Job's authentic faith. Placing the test to remove the things, his wealth, his children. And sometimes with us, when it comes to the children, it could be the children stop talking to us or when 
and you have no idea what they're doing or what's going on with them. And they seem to have left the, the scene. It could be where the finance, where things have just dried up. It's easy to worship when you have all the wet. Well, but Satan has touched everything. But what does God do? And how do we respond to it? Can I show you what God, what we have to remember in the midst of everything? In, in Romans chapter 8, one of the things that we have to begin to declare is Romans chapter 8, verse 28. It says that, and we know with great confidence that God, who deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together. And what does that mean? As a plan, as God has planned, for the good of those who love God to those who are called. If you're a believer and you're blood washed and you place your faith in Jesus, you have been called according to his plan and according to his purpose. If you identify yourself with Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you've been called according to his purpose. So therefore, you can declare certain keys. And this is the key. The key. Being able to declare the scriptures to Satan in the face of your turmoil. And this is one of the things that we have to be begin to do because this is exactly in Daniel chapter 3 verses 8 through 29. In the face of the, the Hebrew boys were facing the fire. And when we're facing the fire. One of the things that the Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did as they were facing the fire. If we're facing the crisis, the fire of crisis, he says that, King, there is no question whether or not we will worship you. In other words, will you worship the fire or will you worship God? And they said, there is no question about it. Even if you throw me in the fire, I'm still going to, even if God doesn't deliver me, I'm still not going to worship you. Oh, the king was hot. But as they're thrown in the fire, they see Jesus. And they he, the king sees, oh, there's a, I had three people thrown in here, but I see four. In the midst of the fire and turmoil, they're praising God. And so in Romans 8, 37, it says, yet in all things, we are more than conquerors and gain an overwhelming victory through him who has loved us. That's our challenge, memory challenge verse. Yet in all things, Romans 8.37 is our memory challenge. Romans 8.37. Yet in all things, we are more than conquerors and gain an overwhelming victory through him who has 
loved us. Meaning, so he's loved us so much that he dies for us. But then I want you to go down to 38. It says that, for I am convinced, and as it continues beyond any doubt, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present and threatening, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights or nor depths, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the unlimited love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Today, declaring the name of Jesus in the face of tests. I'm going to end with just this thought process. When we were in school, one of the things that would happen is you would show up to class and and what would happen is you would receive a pop quiz or an unexpected test. It's easy to prepare for a test or a final or midterm when you know it's happening. But how many of you guys know that God doesn't announce the test? But in the end, it's there in order to show us what's inside, just like the teachers did. They gave us tests to show us where we were in order to prepare for the final, in order to prepare for the midterms. They would give a pop kit quiz in order for them to know and for us to know. But in this case, God already knows how every single thing will turn out. And he's promised that we're more than conquerors. So now we have to remain and be secured in knowing that Christ has defeated the enemy. And so therefore we can stand in the midst of all challenges. Father, I thank you that we can declare without a shadow of a doubt that you, we are blood washed, we're blood bought, and that you, we are more than conquerors through you. And therefore, we can have peace in the midst of all that we experience. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a wonderful day.